0: Welcome to Unwritten Imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas and we'll give your story a shout out in a subsequent episode. Upgrade to our gold member service and gain five entries into our grand prize draw. When exactly are we
1: doing some sort of membership program where we can get people to upgrade?
0: I mean, that was one of our jokes, like, months ago, so... <laughs> uh, that's
1: entirely possible, and I would have forgotten.
0: I called it, I think, uh, Unlimited Imaginings or something really dumb like that. <laughs> would that be a gold member program, then? Well, Also yeah. being
1: Unlimited Imaginings?
0: Oh, no, I said we had silver and gold member perks.
1: Oh, I see, I see.
0: I don't know what those would be. I don't know why we'd have members, but, you know, if you want to join our club, we will give you a gold pin.
1: Imagine a club. Yeah. (laughs) Either way, uh, introductions. Hi, I'm Atheo, author of Rune and Metagame, and if you, uh, hear something weird about my sound, it's because I'm traveling right now. And that makes me a bit of a disaster, and I'm hoping that the sound quality isn't terrible. And I'm doing basically everything that I can, except for it's 100 degrees outside, so I'm not I'm not gonna be under a blanket right now. I know that's good for sound quality. 100 degrees uh. for an hour, under a blanket. I'm sorry.
0: Wait, if it's 100 degrees outside, is it also 100 degrees inside?
1: I don't know if you would consider where I am right now inside per se.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Weird. Also Fahrenheit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Well, hi everyone. My name's Eunice. I'm the author of Fantasia, and eternal source, and I am the reluctant owner of a pager despite it being 2022. Does that give away what I do too closely?
1: (laughs) For anybody who knows anything about what you do, yes, but not for, like, most people, I guess? They could really easily look it up.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. I have a pager. Go ahead and guess, I guess. Email us if you know what I do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Email Um. Eunice specifically so that she can
0: deal with that. Don't, don't email me specifically. That's creepy.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> no mean, way. you know, the email's set up so that you can do that.
0: Oh, can you? Is it eunice at unwrittenmagic.com? Yeah. Is it eunice5656 or just eunice? Um, I would need
1: to check that, but okay. I think it's 5656.
0: Either way, I don't monitor the account, so you'd still see it first. <laughs>
1: Technically, I could set that one up to, uh, you know, notify you on your own email
0: address. Yeah, it could. Okay. Anyways. The point. What was the point? There was no point. Let's move on. (laughs) All right. All right.
1: So, this week, um, you know, with the fact that I've been driving 12 hours over the past few days, it also gives me time to think. So, what I've come up with is sort of a play on that idea of, like you know standard fantasy bard where like performance is the magic but it's a little bit more complicated than that in that you can start the magic and that you can do the magic as separate from the performance but whatever you do with the performance sort of elevates that magic in a unique way so you can do like lifestyle magic without like sinking a few bars you don't have to go full cinderella on it just for, you know, I want to sweep the floors. But, if you do, you could definitely sweep all the floors in a mansion.
0: When do you say go all Cinderella, as in like, you start like a concert with the birds in the vicinity? Well, that, yeah, kind of. Like Disney movie, like we're just gonna go I am talking song. about
1: the Disney movie. I'll admit that I haven't seen the Disney movie, but I've seen clips.
0: YOU HAVEN'T SEEN Cinderella. (laughs) Not all the way through! Oh my- it's like, do you even belong in this culture? (laughs) No, not really. How do you even have the context with which to communicate with other
1: people? (laughs) Because, if you listen to people describe things using that context enough, then you can learn what that context means from the context of what they're using it to contextualize.
0: <sighs> What's wrong with you? Many things. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you know, Cinderella. Great, great music. Not so great story. You shouldn't. You shouldn't fall in love based on looks. That's shallow, guys. <laughs> I, I don't
1: consider it falling in love based on looks can certainly lust after somebody based on looks but i don't
0: call that love it wasn't it wasn't just that they like fell in love quotation love based on looks then the prince forgot what she looked like and had to find her based on her shoe size (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's just not an ideal way to find somebody and then what if what if she hadn't had tiny feet You know, like, what if she just was, like, a a normal person size, and then everybody could fit the shoe? Like, what? What? (laughs) Like, how tiny were her feet? It must have been dysmorphically tiny if she (laughs) was the only one who could (laughs) wear the shoes. Better, you know, she was, like, 4'8", for no discernible reason. But she wasn't, based on the fact that she wasn't three feet shorter than the prince.
1: You, know. you never know. We we call it artistic license.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh, back, back to this bard music. So, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it, and then you can do it's not a performance.
1: necessarily the more you put into it. Because if you put in a ton of effort and then put on a shitty show, then, I mean, you're not going to get much from it.
0: So is it more pe- like the response the audience has to the It's the audience?
1: But there's not like it's not dependent
0: on the audience of people. Okay. So there's invisible- magic itself is the audience. Okay. Magic is a is a connoisseur of art and rewards. Let's okay, let's make them sent let's make magic sentient. <laughs> Magic isn't really judgy. Magic is, I would call it, semi-sentient, but unable to communicate. Except through just wildly different magic outputs, depending on how much it approves of you. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, man. And look, it's an eternal being that doesn't really have a way to communicate. It has to be entertained somehow, so the people who do performances get bonuses. That
0: is hilarious. I'm just... And it's like the- I'm just
1: anthropomorphizing it. I think I'm entertained a little bit by the idea of magic having this like, you know, you used to be better attitude to some artists.
0: Yeah, I'm sure magic has a way of like-
1: I preferred your older
0: work. (laughs) It has a way of, um, expressing like disappointment through like, okay, I'll activate the spell, but uh, I'm gonna, like, add this weird side effect, like, the light turns barf green or something, just to let you know.
1: Or even better, you've been using uh, a certain thing, you know, you're, you're a servant in a giant manner, and you've been using a certain performance to, you know, sweep the floors. And some of the, like, interesting ones that you did at the very beginning, there were, like, sparkles following after the entire way, and, you know, very shiny. And then this time it's just... Like a very, like, the sparkles are all replaced by, like, visible dust particles that disappear
0: into the air. Okay. Or, like.
1: It's like, ah, you've gotten boring
0: and dusty. Just because you did. You can't just do the same performance over and over again. Like, where's your artistic pride? I mean, you can do the same performance
1: over and over again, but you have to innovate on that performance. Well, then it's not the
0: same performance.
1: It kind of is. Because if you're telling the same story, but the second time you told it better, I would call that the same performance, but, like, improve. Oh, okay. And that's actually where I wanted to go with it, where it's not exclusively just, like, singing and dancing. Like, if you choose to storytell or give a poetry
0: reading, that works too. Yep, because magic is just a bored god who can't communicate (laughs) with us except through the activation of magic. Exactly. Oh, good times.
1: Magic perceives the world through the use of magic. Okay,
0: so I guess as long as you can kind of imagine it, magic can do it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You just,
1: you know, sometimes you need to have a very good performance for magic to be able to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not that magic can't do it. Magic's just like, make it worth my while. <laughs> Exactly. Except nobody knows that magic's alive except the author. (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, people would certainly have, like, stories of magic being alive, but they don't really know if that's true.
0: (laughs) Mm. You know, magic probably doesn't even pay attention to, like, amateurs very much. It's more like, it it answers...
1: What I would say, what I would say is that magic... Pays attention to everybody equally, but only while they're using magic. Yeah. So, you know, you can do a full practice without using magic at all, and then present, like, a completed version of whatever you did to
0: magic. And, you know, that's just A-plus stuff. That's pretty funny. Because <laughs> people are like, who are you practicing to perform for?
1: Magic? Well, they would know who you're practicing to perform for.
0: A spell. Yeah. I guess that's just spell practice, except it's like, you know, a dramatic reading of poetry or something. <laughs> exactly! Okay. Uh, what, you've never gone to a poetry reading? Oh my god, can you imagine me at a poetry reading? <laughs> like, like- I can, and I think that's the problem. Like, my facial expressions, you know, even if I didn't say anything.
1: Yeah! <laughs> yeah, No, I got
0: those. They're not like good facial expressions, but I can't imagine them. They're excellent <laughs> facial expressions. They're just not very encouraging facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> but watching you know, me would be enough. highly entertaining if you managed to force me to go to a poetry
1: reading. <laughs> I had to go to them. Oh no. I didn't always enjoy them much. This is what happens when you But
0: there were some good ones. What happens when at you hang most up. of the poetry readings I've been to. Yes. Yeah. You're hanging with the wrong crowd if they're forcing you to go to poetry readings. <laughs> I wasn't being forced literally. You were being socially coerced.
1: I was being emotionally blackmailed.
0: It, yeah. Well, that's even worse. It's not even just social. It culture. wasn't
1: it wasn't actual emotional blackmail, but I call it that because it's funny and exaggerative
0: and not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
1: I didn't enjoy the poetry readings much most of the time, but the company was fine, so
0: I liked it. I mean, I guess if you bribed me with, what, bubble tea? (laughs) Like something that would keep me occupied. I could chew on my bubbles and (laughs) and not (laughs) make facial expressions. Get you there for two hours, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, practicing for magic. Exactly. Okay, so I assume this is a world with highly developed arts.
1: Yeah, it's simultaneously a world of highly developed arts, and a world where there's a lot of amateur artists. An amateur artist is like, an actual career, <laughs> because that is also an amateur magic user, which is decently useful, even if you don't really-
0: even if your songs really aren't that, like, great, they're just, like, passable. I wouldn't call that a career, but I would say most people, you know, know enough to do a little magic for themselves in the household.
1: Well, yeah. Most people know enough to do a little bit of magic for themselves in the household, but there's also a lot of people who do like... Oh, you mean like local level talent? Exactly! Oh, okay. There's a lot more local level talent who does just does like tiny gigs. Okay. But this would also be a world, interestingly enough, that disincentivizes the production of mass market media.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like it incentivizes whatever the particular taste of magic is. Well, yeah, what I'm saying is, like, because mass market media is mostly
1: repetitions of exactly the same thing, Mm. there's a huge negative on that, where you're just gonna stop getting results if you don't do anything interesting
0: with it. Oh, yeah. Because magic is, like... Someone who has consumed all the media. Exactly.
1: So, you know, if you do a new take on a trope, then... <laughs> you do a twist that magic's not expecting, and suddenly your your spell jumps up from, like, middle-of-the-range power to higher range. <laughs> like, whoa.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah. It's like... There's no, like, gradual progression of how strong your magic gets. So It usually goes in, like, jumps.
1: It simultaneously goes and jumps, and sometimes it just declines. Yeah. Uh. You haven't had a new idea in ten years! Your magic is... You get to keep some of it, because you did do some good stuff
0: ten years ago, but come on! Get a new idea once in your That's life. That's going to give you a lot of performance anxiety, though. <laughs> you know? like Yeah! If your career depends on how how much some... Unknown critic like likes you. <laughs> I mean, you literally don't know that it's based on some unknown critic. Yeah. So like, people don't even know why their magic declines. It's like, and they go into like these crises. Like, what? Why? What's wrong? What happened? And then sometimes
1: the crisis itself leads them down a new interesting path. <laughs> oh,
0: no. So much that restores their magic. So much artistic angst. Exactly. <laughs> We're so mean. Okay. Uh, and then you know, I would say that probably there's some like peculiarities about Magic's preferences that like shape the the art world. Like, there's just like certain things that Magic like hates, even though like subjectively other people like them, that just like don't ever take off.
1: Yeah, I okay. there's probably some of that, but I, on a personal level, would try to keep that to a minimum, because oh. that's sort of reflective of real life a little bit too much in a way that's uncomfortable.
0: Well, like, I would, I would put in, like, a few, like, amusing peculiarities that, like, would make it kind of guessable to the discerning reader that there's something up with the... The way Magic judges.
1: Yeah, I mean, I might include some of that. Just enough to be like... Like I said, I'm just a little bit wary of doing any of that because there's a lot of bad things tied up with the idea of what is proper music that I just don't really want to comment
0: on. It's not about proper. It's just like, I don't know. It just like really, really hates something. I don't know. Probably something like, for instance, like, it really doesn't, like, the fact that it doesn't like generic stuff. Um, because it gets bored.
1: You've used the same chord progression 26 times with zero inversions.
0: Yeah, so like, you know, our modern, like, four chord songs that are so pleasing. There aren't a whole lot of
1: four chord songs. Or at least four chords in the traditional sense. Oh. You know what? I'm not going to go into it. That's a huge music theory digression that I could actually spend an hour on. We're just going to say that, like, people talk about the four chords of pop. They're not actually that common, especially after about
0: 2010? When that that joke band made the four chord song? (laughs) No. (laughs) And that's not why. It was the...
1: It had a lot more to do with the sort of altification. And there's a second group of four chords that's pretty common now that's not the four chords you're thinking of but it's a different four chords that is similarly common we're just not gonna go into it I mean
0: you say that but then you went into it I didn't I I summarized (laughs) Okay. despite the fact that like I uh, spent many years in piano lessons and also did music theory I don't actually remember which four chords are the four chords that I'm talking about but very easy to look up but we're not getting into that, so we're, no- we're gonna move on. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and then I would say like the, the magic isn't necessarily like, you know, the magic is just looking to be entertained. So there's probably like certain things that we wouldn't think of as performance arts that like magic likes to watch. So
1: <laughs> Man, if you do a really good comedy show, your next bit of magic...
0: It's still gonna be good. Or, like, even, like, I don't know, like... You do a really stupid pratfall. Like, even... Yeah, like, somebody who, like, paints really well or something, like, that's not really a performance art, but, like, Magic will sit there and watch you. Like... (laughs) It's equally interested,
1: you know? It's a new kind
0: of art. Comparatively. So, yeah. You can expand it. So, like, I don't know, maybe Magic has some niche hobbies that, um... That become a lot less niche because they're pretty reliable to get things going. They probably take a little bit longer. Yeah. There's a whole industry
1: behind animation that becomes like ritual casting. Yeah. You get together like 70 people (laughs) and start doing a ritual casting with an animation. Yeah. You know, because Magic likes TV shows. Well, also you're going to have things like, you know, if you do a little bit of knife juggling while you're casting. You know, casual knife juggling. I mean, the other part that I was thinking was that whatever art you sort of attached to it also colored the additional effects that magic would put things onto. So, like, knife juggling would be more suited for an aggressive spell than painting, Especially, like,
0: landscape painting. Well, yeah. You have to get magic in the right mood. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love meta humor. So the fact that none of the characters know that magic is, has an opinion like this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I would come up with some, like, complex, like, Their, like, theory of how magic works and the themes and whatever that kind It's extraordinarily complicated. And it was like, yeah, I mean, if you do that kind of explanation, you do kind of get the effects that you would expect with certain performances. But, like, you're making it too complicated, guys.
1: (laughs) The entire, like, media theory space is, like, enormous because people are trying to figure out what the hell's up with that. Yeah. Well, what is this story about? I don't know. We don't have a main character yet. So it's difficult to say what it's about. Is it someone who knows that magic has opinions? Maybe it's someone who guesses that, but, like, the point of the story isn't to share that with people. It's just, like, their personal belief that, like, it seems like.
0: Okay. Because if we do that, then we can have some, like, fun. Uh, quote-unquote conversations with magic where you're just kind of trying to figure out what it likes. It's a person-
1: It's a person who, who came up with a spell that specifically allows magic
0: to, uh, like, give critical feedback. Just based on- yeah, like, they come up with some complex system of, like, color flash signals that magic can do, and then everyone's like, this person's crazy. Why are you making such useless spells? And it turns out magic has weird tastes that like nobody knew about. Well, magic would certainly have eclectic tastes. It's been around a while. Um, you know, it encourages the main character to bring back like lost art forms that it actually really liked. You know, <laughs> it's like, why did you guys cancel Firefly? I really liked that show. <laughs>
1: Absolutely insane. The idea of magic having opinions
0: on which shows get cancelled. Oh man. It was like, oh, is that why that year we had a famine? It's like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> why would you cancel that show as genius? <laughs> oh man.
1: The idea of magic just being a massive nerd. <laughs> <laughs> with like the most insane opinions on things
0: yeah except like you know that's just like one example but it's just like once magic realizes somebody can like tell what it's saying it starts like ranting about like tragedies from like 500 years ago and like now <laughs> the character is responsible for like bringing back like ancient plate spinning or whatever <laughs> <laughs>
1: wait, wait, wait. It's, like, lost media too, you know? So, like, this play got lost forever and I want to see it again. Like, rewrite it
0: and perform it now. And you're like, what?
1: Here are some of the basics, but I don't really, like, remember exactly what happened as far as this goes. So you get to figure that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. And then... Maybe the main character, like, didn't know what they were getting into, and they're like, well, I didn't want to be responsible for reviving ancient art forms. I don't have enough funding for that. And the magic's like... They
1: start, they start, like, making a business where they, like, hire random artists, and it's like, I need a playwright is, like, the closest I can get, but, like, forget everything you know about playwriting. We're going back
0: 5,000 years. Yeah, like, I need to hire um, a historical... I need a historical analyst... I need two archaeologists, I need two playwrights. And then, you know, I need people who are versed in the descendants of this art form, but like all the branches, so then they can like get together and argue about what it used to look like.
1: (laughs) Well, that's what one of the historians is for.
0: Oh no, but I met like, you know, someone who actually does like classical dance or whatever, but it's still like obviously evolved over time but there's, like, three- Exactly. There's three branches. You need
1: historians to help the, like, classical artists to figure out which parts got introduced when.
0: Yeah, but you also hire experts in three different schools, and then they start bickering, because that's funny. And also, like, (laughs) realistic. Absolutely (laughs) insane. And then, and the magic's like, wait, you mean you need funding? I can make funding. Is that is that gold that you're talking about? I can make gold. <laughs> that's why I should bring back my shows. <laughs> every time
1: they bring back like a piece of lost media or come up with something that's like very specific to
0: magic's taste, they get like an insane spell. Just it's like, oh, I think we may have accidentally started our own country. Um, <laughs> It's like look we were we were just trying to be like one art I guess house but then we then we sort of expanded you know where art societies are mage guilds am I right <laughs> That is a fantastic combination and yeah they would be uh and then you you get like unscrupulous people trying to join but like you know if you're not into it magic's not impressed Exactly and then Uh, you know, political tensions ensue, probably.
1: Political tensions rise as actors and and artists figure out how to deliver more useful performances and more powerful magic
0: on a regular basis. And then, you know, probably some fondness develops between the magic and the characters, because they can actually talk now. I mean, yeah. Well, not, like, talk-talk. They're just... They're... They're friendly. I'm just trying to imagine this, like, magical being just, like, commenting on your... It's not, like, a magical being. It
1: is the entire force of magic that, like, covers the planet. It doesn't have, like, a humanoid body you can interact with. It's just sort of, like, a formless
0: magic is magic, and it has opinions. It's not... A magical being. It's the magical being. (laughs) And calling it
1: a being is a little bit reductive as well, because it's like... It exists. It's a being. It bees. It is. Yeah, it definitely is, but you would have a hard time saying that it's doing anything. (laughs) It's doing everything. Yeah, when asked. I'm sure it keeps things running as well. I mean, I would make it so that like magic can only act when invited to act, and it can only observe what it can act upon.
0: <laughs> well, I would have made it so that it actually runs a lot. It runs a lot of stuff that people don't think of as magic. But you, that I mean, which is at, I, at
1: a certain degree, it would have been invited to do rather a lot.
0: Yeah, but you know, otherwise it wouldn't be have been able to throw a tantrum when Firefly got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: and I wouldn't say that, like, just one show would, like, you know, cause a a famine unless it was, like, you know, this is the show that is. This is the. You have a sitcom that's run for, like, 40 years that has been the entire time a ritual that keeps up the magical, uh, the magically fueled growth of a, uh, of a crop
0: area. Yeah. If it was, if it was Magic's favorite show, like, Magic doesn't care about being seen as petty. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it
1: doesn't really have the context for that to make sense, so absolutely. So,
0: yeah, maybe, like, there, there was some kind of, it's not even maybe, like, an official show, it was just, like, people hanging out and doing some performances, and it, it really liked it, and then they... Everyone died or, you know, just kind of died out.
1: There was an underground... <laughs> there was an
0: underground street art meeting that was happening for, like, 30 years that stopped. Yeah, and then it got shut down. I don't know, probably... Maybe there was some structural instability in the area. And then... Or, you know, like, cops kicked them out because they didn't really understand what was going on. And the magic's like, yo, what? Yo, what's up with that? But it can't do anything except cause a famine that nobody knows the cause of. <laughs>
1: That's horrifying on so many levels. And yet I love it. There's an entire city that only works because the underground has this like street art
0: competition regularly. And nobody knows that the entire city is pinned on it happening. I mean I'm sure I, I think there there are probably like one or two cities in like really remote, harsh environment areas that know that their existence depends on their annual, like, whatever festival. Like... <laughs> a few, but I was more
1: talking, like, in New York. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. I'm
1: not talking, like, Anchorage. I'm talking, like, New York. Anchorage isn't that north. It's fairly far north. Like, maybe... But yeah. Maybe
0: there's actually, like, a thriving city in Antarctica because they do, like, biannual, like, the largest fe- music festival in the world twice a year. <laughs> and, like, that's the only way they survive, is to renew the spells.
1: fantastic.
0: <laughs> the opening acts
1: are actually just
0: teleporting people in. And then, yeah, everyone just goes to Antarctica for whatever blues fest or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Experimental
1: music festival. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you play at this festival that's been played before gets you booed and kicked
0: off the stage. <laughs> yeah, like if the barrier that keeps the cold out is not renewed properly, everyone's gonna die, so gotta be serious serious business here. <laughs> yeah, but you know, have fun with <laughs> it have too fun with while you're it, at it. You know. Cause you know, we don't like any stiff performances. Exactly! So your life depends on it, but don't think about it, you know? Just just relax. <laughs> your life depends on it, but like, that's just how it be, man. Yeah.
1: That's
0: how it be. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Or, or we won't, you know? Dying's natural. It's part of the normal. It's part of the process. <laughs> oh. Is that the plot? Are there bad guys? Honestly,
1: I think we have the plot. Is there conflict? Is, you know? person discovers the way to use, to talk to magic and actually get its preferences and turns into the archmage of ages <laughs> eh, not of ages but you know of like a rapidly go- growing magic guild that like interacts with magic and starts returning lost forms of art to the world
0: yeah actually probably the one who like discovers this isn't that good of a performer so like has to yeah get other people to help it it's like
1: and then sometimes you get stuff like magic being like yeah i mean you lost this language and there's like seven things that you have that i would love to see again that i know you have this stuff for so here's the translation
0: guide <laughs> okay so they just like they develop like so much like lost history an art form. Exactly. And not even just, like,
1: historical and new experimental art.
0: Yeah. And sometimes fusion. And, like, I would say that it's not even, like, just what we would consider art in terms of, like, things that aren't immediately useful. Like, some of the stuff that it considers art is just, like, technology. And we're like, Oh.
1: This is a piece of well-designed technology, and that's art.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, thank you for our new, what, like... This bridge? Sturdy as fuck. Built in a place where that doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. 100%. Love that. Yeah, just like, yeah, like, I really like this ancient, like, building form that's, like, impossibly, like, tall and fragile looking, and it's just like, yeah, you just need to make this super strong material again, and we're like oh, thanks, we were, you know, the lost secret of this magical concrete, whatever, was lost for ages, but thanks, you just brought it back, we just have advanced society, (laughs) civilization. I mean,
1: you know, a lot of the time, when we discover something from the ancient past, it doesn't advance society so much as provide the material to advance more successfully, you know, because, like, we rediscovered... Ancient Roman concrete, but by that point, we had better concrete. We don't have better concrete, we just have, like, easier to make concrete. We have better concrete, too, we just don't make it because we don't need to. That's
0: true. Back to the easier to make, yeah.
1: Exactly. Like, the current concrete that's, like, more often used is, like, the balance between easy to make and lasts long enough.
0: Yeah, but I think we should use more Roman concrete in areas near the sea. It seems to... Well, I mean, the reason we used it near the sea was because
1: seawater was a required part of its creation. And makes it stronger. It,
0: it doesn't erode in the
1: sea. It's fundamentally important to it. It was, like, making concrete without seawater in the Roman way was
0: useless. Yeah, but we should, we should use it in concrete things that will be exposed to seawater. But we don't.
1: Honestly, we should just make things less disposable. That would be nice. But unfortunately, we can't change the world from our tiny podcast. (sighs) Ah,
0: well, eventually, you know. Time to go get into politics to deal with that problem. My world domination plot isn't over yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's only just beginning. (laughs) Oh wait, did I say that (laughs) out loud?
1: Alright. So, I mean, I think that's what we got. I think it's
0: enough. Yeah, you know, email us if you need ideas about Weird ancient art forms to revive because I'm sure we got you. (laughs) I more have a bunch of rants about different
1: lost like specific artists and the reasons for their losses. Okay, then
0: I got you, which were always bad. I mean, if you want to talk about that, then yeah. But if you want to talk about weird like ancient rituals and art forms, I got you. Secret cults. Ah! Oh no. Cults. Okay. Let's not put it cults. Well,
1: they were called cults, but it's not really the modern conception of cults. Oh,
0: okay. That's good. I think. Unless it was worse. Nah. No, it was
1: more like the people who worshipped this god did it in a very specific way with very specific rituals that are now completely gone because they kept all those rituals secret from everybody who wasn't part of the group.
0: Yeah. Classic. Classic cult dying out. Yeah, very normal things. <laughs> so classic. Okay, well, if you like this story and write it, email us at listers at com. We would appreciate if you leave a like or review or comment on whichever podcast platform of choice you're on. If you want to be a guest on our show, which you definitely should if you have an idea and, uh, I guess, a microphone... Um, should you email us at guests at unwrittenimagines.com yeah unfortunately we cannot accommodate
1: guests without a microphone
0: but you know like most people have microphones because they're built into devices
1: <laughs> that was the joke yes
0: yeah okay and we'll see you next week see you next week thanks for listening